the stock market bubble has popped. Four horrible assumptions investors make every time a stock market bubble ends. Inflation is high and rising. Stock markets are crashing due to Putin's war and the rising odds the war in Ukraine will push the US economy into stagflation and recession. It becomes more clear by the day that some of us have unfortunately have been sucked into the stock market at precisely the wrong time and bought stocks near the peak of a wildly overvalued stock market. Yet, rather than trying to limit the damage, human nature will cause many of us to hold on to our bad investments, all the way to the bottom. This psychological phenomenon is called loss aversion, a well-known reaction to loss. Unfortunately, loss aversion isn't limited to novice investors. Even experienced investors can fall victim to loss aversion whenever they make one of the four horrible assumptions so many investors make every time a stock market bubble ends. Vladimir makes four horrible assumptions. Putin's big dream has always been to re-establish the Soviet empire and Ukraine has always been the key to that dream. But that big dream is quickly becoming a nightmare. Russian troops are facing fierce resistance from the Ukrainian people inside the country and the Russian economy is facing crippling economic sanctions from much of the democratic world. The plan was to take over Ukraine and install a new puppet government. The Ukrainian people were supposed to welcome the Russian army into their country. The Ukrainian government was supposed to collapse immediately or at least flee the country. The Ukrainian army was supposed to surrender at the first sign of fighting. This was has already cost thousands of Russian soldiers, hundreds of Russian tanks, and who knows how many Ukrainian lives, yet there is no end in sight. Rather than admitting he has made a terrible misjudgment and withdraw troops after realizing this war isn't going to plan, it appears Putin is going to soldier on, regardless of the cost to human life. Why? 1. Assuming it will end quickly. The Russian offensive was supposed to take a matter of hours or perhaps days, not weeks, months, or years. Putin's assumption that the Russian army could end the war quickly is wrong. It has become painfully clear that even if the entire country falls under Russian rule, it may never be governable. Just the other day it was reported a Russian drone was destroyed by a Ukrainian woman and a jar of pickled tomatoes. Universal resistance by the entire Ukrainian population will not go away quickly. Yet, even after seeing the facts on the ground do not support Putin's original hypothesis, the war continues, why? Putin feels like he's already in too deep. To stop now would cost him too much personally. Psychologically, it is easier for him to double down than give up. This is also a common misconception with investors in losing trades. When an investor is down 10%, Investors assume the investment will bounce back quickly, like it always has in the past. However, when a stock market bubble is ending, stock price movement is deceptive. Wildly overpriced stocks don't usually drop in a straight line. They tend to whipsaw lower over many months and usually, over many years. When the Japanese economic bubble finally started to deflate in the early 90s, it took nearly a decade for the Nikkei to stabilize and start building positive momentum again. Of course, the current economic bubble the world finds itself in is nowhere as big as the Japan bubble economy. But unfortunately, to assume wildly overpriced technology stocks will stabilize and recover in a couple of weeks or a couple of months when a stock market bubble is ending is as out of touch with reality as Putin believing administering Ukraine will be easy. If you've bought a stock near the peak of the market, it's time to get serious, avoid confirmation bias, and start doing the serious research you should have done before you made your purchase. Not being willing to accept a loss now could lead to far more serious consequences if this stock market bubble is over and prices keep falling for months or years.
2. Assuming all contingencies have been considered. Putin thought he had this invasion all figured out. He'd considered every possible scenario, every possible variable. Yet, Putin still turned out to be wrong. Putin thought calling his invading army peacekeepers would avoid a reaction from the West, wrong. The world instantly recognized the act of unprovoked aggression for exactly what it is. Putin thought calling a no-fly zone an act of air, would give Russia air space supremacy and a technological edge over Ukraine, wrong. Thousands of NATO anti-aircraft and anti-tank javelin missiles have already poured over the borders of neighboring countries making flying an extremely hazardous endeavor. Putin thought calling economic sanctions against Russia an act of air, and threatened nuclear retaliation would cause Western nations to cower in fear, wrong. Biden called Putin's bluff by announcing an oil embargo on Russian oil and petroleum products. Russian oligarchs are having their boats, houses, and money seized all over the Western world and it looks like that noose is only going to get tighter. This is a second misconception made by investors every time a stock market bubble ends. It is impossible to consider all possible variables. Something can, and often does, go wrong when you least expect it, particularly in the investment world. I occasionally get comments about dollar cost averaging, which is a great contingency plan in a sideways moving market or in a bull market. It is much less helpful when a bubble economy is deflating and your overpriced stock purchase is losing thousands of dollars a day. Buying the dips is another strategy that works wonders in a rapidly rising bull market yet only magnifies losses as a bubble economy deflates and overpriced stocks plummet. The problem with these kinds of contingency plans is they don't address the real problem. Stocks are historically overvalued due to the Federal Reserve pumping an unprecedented amount of liquidity into the economy in an attempt to offset economic damage caused by the pandemic. No contingency plan will make up for a badly timed initial investment when a stock market bubble is ending. Only a sober analysis of the situation and corrective actions like setting a stop loss will end the financial pain. 3. Assuming the government will capitulate. Putin assumed the Ukrainian government was full of soft people who would tuck tail and run at the first sign of trouble. Putin calculated that Volodymyr Zelensky, the current president of Ukraine, and formerly a comedian and actor, would pack his bags and get out of Dodge as soon as the first Russian tank rolled over the border. Putin couldn't have been more wrong. I need more ammunition, not a ride, President Zelensky. Even former heavyweight boxing champion and current mayor of Kyiv, Vitaly Klitschko, has vowed to fight the Russian invaders. Vitaly's brother, also a former heavyweight boxing champion, echoed Vitaly's sentiments. Destruction and death come upon us. That's it, blood will mix with tears, Vitaly Klitschko. Yikes. Who wants to mix it up with people that have that kind of conviction of purpose? This is a third misconception made by investors in losing trades, believing the government, or the Federal Reserve, will come to the rescue of the stock market. Neither the government nor the Federal Reserve are coming to the rescue of investors who purchase stocks at the peak of the market. The reason why is simple, it's not their job. Of course, presidents get credit when the stock market is strong and vilified when stock markets crash, the truth is, the government has little day-to-day influence on stock markets. Similarly, the Federal Reserve's job is to achieve price stability and economic growth. However, the daily, monthly, and yearly fluctuations of the stock market are not part of the Federal Reserve's mandate. To think the massive injection of liquidity by the Federal Reserve in 2020 or Biden's bipartition infrastructure bill was to stimulate the stock market is wrong. The liquidity injection was in response to potential economic damage caused by the pandemic.
The infrastructure bill may also have been partly in response to the pandemic, but more to the point, it was a response to America's long crumbling infrastructure. Investors should remember the infrastructure bill has been written into law however the spending will be over many years. The Federal Reserve is now planning to withdraw liquidity from the economy in an attempt to fight quickly rising inflation and hold off possible stagflation. If you're one of the millions of investors who have made a badly timed stock purchase, I wouldn't count on the government to bail you out. Instead, I suggest booking a meeting with your financial advisor to discuss options that will protect the capital you have remaining. 4. Assuming everyone needs your product. Putin assumed the world was hooked on Russian oil and this addiction would ensure at least compliance if not complicity by the rest of the world. However, Putin's assumption was only half right. The world may still be hooked on oil but it doesn't have to be Russian oil. President Biden recently announced an embargo on all Russian petroleum products. Germany has reassessed their position and has halted certification of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline that supplies natural gas to Europe. Similarly, assuming the company whose shares you bought sells an irresistible product is probably going to run you into trouble if it turns out this stock market bubble is over. Technology companies, in particular, have had near-perfect sales growth throughout the pandemic. This makes sense as the world's workforce has largely moved to digit platforms and work from home wherever possible. Computers and tablets have been purchased. Teleconferencing platforms have been leased. Software and hardware of all kinds have been installed. If the stock market bubble continues to deflate and particularly if the economy starts to slow, it will be virtually impossible for the vast majority of technology companies to continue hitting incredibly high forecasts, quarter after quarter. What happens to companies that miss their forecasts in a stock market bubble, even by a little? Take a look at what happened to the stock prices of Facebook or Snowflake. The list of tech companies missing lofty sales forecasts continues to grow every quarter. No matter how valuable, irreplaceable, or innovative the product, miss forecasts even by a little, and the stock price will get hit hard. If you've poorly timed your technology stock purchase, now is not the time to fall prey to loss aversion, put the blinders on, and ignore the weekly declines in price. Now is the time to get organized, reassess, and make some hard choices about whether you want to gamble by continuing to holding an overpriced stock or if it's time to cut your losses. Disclosure, please seek professional advice before making any investment decisions.